You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's good? Derek, every time you say that, the first 15 seconds of every episode, it's me laughing. <laughs> because we go through I the know. we go through the audio, and then the way you say it just makes me laugh. But then most people don't see the audio tests. Right. So then they just see me laughing like a moron. Which, whatever. You know? It's whatever. That's it's, who I am. I giggle. same thing every year. Yeah, I giggle. So it's good, man. How are you? We're good. Just chilling? Um, kind of. I'm a disaster today, obviously. I forgot my shirt. It's fine. Um, but otherwise, we're good. I'm just going one thing to the next. That's it. So now now I'm here. I get to relax, work on the pod, decompress, Hell sip yeah. some whiskey. I actually look forward to it. Yeah, me too. I love my Monday my Monday nights. Well, you, rel- you uh, were actually working today, right? Yeah, I don't have off on President's well, Day. Yeah. Why There's not? Because we work for a living. <laughs> I, just, I had off, man. I know, I know, but the healthcare facilities don't care about holidays when they have guests in their stay. That's true. That's true. So yeah, I got a nice little appointment today. Knocked that out, and nice. then um, I did a lot of driving today, uh, including getting to here. I drove 130 miles today. Jesus. Yeah. So where you went to Medina, 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 Is it Medina or Medina? No, it's Medina. You sure? <sighs> You call me out like that? Like, <laughs> should be. Yeah. Um, so I went to Tonawanda first, and then I went to Medina. Then I went to East Aurora. Then I drove home. A lot of craziness. Wow. So, yeah, it's just, that's why when you were texting me, I was literally using voice to text or voice talk, whatever it is, mm-hmm. through my truck. So Siri was like, Derek Crusoe texted you. <laughs> And I was like, she's foreign. <laughs> Today she is. That ain't got a cool So, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, all right. I, uh, I guess I'll respond to the text. And then we were just going back and forth. And you're like, what about this? What about this? And I was like, dude, I can't check anything because I'm on the throughway. Yeah. Let me park. But no, we're good. You know, literally In- a week ago, you and I, or not even a week ago. Two days ago. Yeah. We're like, we should probably start scheduling more interviews because we're running out. Not running out, but we didn't have anything lined up. Right. And now today we're, again, booked to like the end of April. <laughs> it just is so quick. It, and it's at that point now where people 
want to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Whereas before it was more of a, a courtesy, like, yeah, sure, I'll help you out type deal. But now they actually want to be on. Like a couple of the people that we reached out to today were genuinely excited to be on the show. And we're like, absolutely, let's do this. Let's schedule this. Right. Which is pretty sweet. I think our pitch is getting better too. Well, that's true, yeah. So I think having a more clear, thought out response uh, initially to them is beneficial. Beneficial. Beneficial to us. So, but yeah, so we went to Steelbound. What what day was that? Saturday. Saturday? Mm -hmm. Saturday. Saturday. So we went on Saturday and hung out with Eric and Dan. Dan. The head distiller. Yep. And that co-brewer, Eric was. Yeah, Eric's the co-head brewer. Yeah, with but basically marketing, we've... too. He, he basically yeah, did everything. Yes. So he was marketing for a while. And he like was sales, sales for a while. for a while, yeah. And yeah. then they were like, hey, you know your stuff. Let's start training you on brewing. So he's now the head co-brewer, which they're pumping out a lot of products. I didn't realize that they're really one of the only distilleries that are attached to a brewery. Like Southern Tier is, yeah, they have a distilling and a brewery, but they're not attached. They're not pumping out the in the same area. Right. Whereas Steelbound, literally there's a half wall between the two. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. They're always busy. It's a cool concept that they got. And then I like the fact that they're growing mm-hmm. at, a, at a pretty damn good rate. Yeah. But everybody's pitching in and doing their part. Mm-hmm. So like the head chef does social media and um, <laughs> yeah. like some marketing and then Eric is doing social media, sales, bartending, brewing. Right. Like, it, everybody's wearing different hats, which is cool. But at the same token, everybody's working together just to grow the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was neat. They were very hospitable. Yeah. Kept us there for a while, hung out, talked. They're, if you haven't listened to the interview, so we did go, we did record an interview with them. And it is insane how this company is pandering to two completely different markets yeah you see cask and crew who is with their flavored stuff were pandering to like um people that weren't uh whiskey lovers really right cheers or beginners cheers mm-hmm. but this one this place you saw them pandering to this whiskey harley long gray beard motorcycle riding the guy really with some of their products but then you saw them with these flavored vodkas, too, that they were making, which we haven't seen before. This two complete different dynamics of this is for one crowd and this is for the other. Did you see how high their still was, too? Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. Because of vodka. That's right. Why, yeah. It's pretty cool to notice that. You walk in and you're like, damn, I know why that's right. as tall it is. Dude, we've learned so much already just by doing this podcast. Yeah. I never would have thought that we would. My book's sticking to this table. You know why? Because it's brand new. It's a brand new table, man. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it a little bit. So, Queen City Creative Works. Our boys and com- girls over there. Coming in clutch yet again. Um, if you haven't noticed the addition, then open your freaking eyes. Yeah. Because this table... What is this, a school for ants? Yeah. So, <laughs> this, this table's bigger than the previous, so now you're further away. Yes. Which... No, we're not. I'm... I'm semi upset about it, but We're I'm not also further not. away because my knees are still like around the barrel. It's just now this is coming closer, so I don't have to lean over. Yeah, I just I like being close. Aww, that's so, cute. yeah, so they rocked out this table for us. 
and their equipment did a great job. Yeah. As did the individual over at Queen City Creative Works with his measuring. Right. So thank you for this, first yeah. and foremost. This is sick. Essentially, 96% of the things that we have with our logo on it, it's because of them. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. They, so yeah. this, if you can't see because you're listening on Spotify or, or any of the podcast platforms, basically the people at Queen City Creative Works made us a table that's longer. So now we can rest our elbows on it instead of reaching over. Um, but they in, basically burned our logo in the top of the table. Huge, hugely, they burned it with lasers, and <laughs> um, they they burned it, and the smoke filled their entire house when they did this because this burning process took eleven hours to do, eleven hours straight to do. Right. So it seriously looked like their house was on fire for a majority of the day. It it took it took eleven hours, which, if I'm correct, is about half the day. I may not know, but there's people that I know, great people that do know that twelve great is half. People, great people. <laughs> so, oh but yeah, so they they burned our logo into the table, and it's it's huge. Um, <laughs> it's like a majority of the table. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see this. It's incredible. I, I really can't say enough about it. It's one full piece, so it's not going to warp. We also um, were able to, I don't know, got a fidget spinner under here, I guess. Um, we also were able to latch it to the bottom of the, like, uh, another piece of board underneath. That way it doesn't bend when we rest our arms on it. Right. So this is just very, very high quality. It looks beautiful. It's two-toned with this border on it, too. I just, I can't say enough. I was so, actually so here's shocked what, here's what when we I do. saw it. Because you're so freaking juiced up Dude, right I'm now. juiced. Obviously, this will be on our Facebook and Instagram. So if you're a listener yeah. and you don't follow our YouTube channel, yeah, follow our YouTube me, channel. Instead of me like explaining right. it. Right. There's like 12 games. <laughs> um, yeah. So just, <laughs> we'll, we'll post a freaking picture of it. Follow yeah. us on Instagram and Facebook and you can actually see it. Um but yeah, I don't want to. it's it's awesome, but we have one hour, yeah. so I don't want to spend There's 40 like minutes. so many different grain <laughs> levels. It's insane. Um but yeah, it's it's very nice. So now I'm gonna stop talking about it because we have other things to talk about. Yes, we do. Because I want to get you triggered again this episode. Wonderful. You know what we're gonna talk about? What? Taxes. Come on. <laughs> no, we're not. Can we talk about like Saturday Mike comes over because we're getting ready. We're getting ready to go to go down to Ellicottville. And literally he walks in my house and just goes off on, on like a five minute rant. And I'm just staring at you like, dude, what happened? I owed the state. Dude. Enough said. I oh was heated. Heated. All year I was given the money additional. Or I was given the state additional money. Every pay period, I gave them extra money. I have my withholdings as single zero. Like, there's... I should not owe the state. But because you stack income, you owe the state. Mm -hmm. So, I I worked too much, is what I learned. So, picking up a part-time job outside of my full-time job, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff going on outside of the Army. But I just... Uh, taxation is theft and 
It's just, uh, it's at a point where I understand the state is in a $6 billion deficit. And it bothers me a lot that we don't move. So we as in Colleen and I. Yeah. But so the, the thing that, and I've actually heard a lot that people enjoy our commentary around current events and not even necessarily political issues, but because you and I on this podcast don't necessarily take a side. Right. We're just spitting facts. Yeah. But when it comes to taxation, I feel like people don't understand the ramifications it has to everybody. Correct. People think about, and again, not taking any signs, but let's since we talked about socialism the other day, with Bernie Sanders wanting to tax the top 1%, that's great that he's saying he wants to tax the top 1%. But if you think that that taxing is enough to fund every single thing that he has to do, it's just not correct. So that's going to trickle down to every single income bracket and everyone's going to be taxed more. And that's just, I don't know why you would want that. Here's here's the interesting part, too. Everyone in New York State knows that people are leaving New York State. That's mm-hmm. common knowledge at this point. If it's not, I, I don't really know what to tell you other than welcome. And right. people are leaving New York State at a rapid rate. Last year, 77,000 people left New York State. Um, there's friends of mine that follow it way more closely than I do and said that it was around 250,000 plus. Um I don't know how accurate that is, but I do know that there's more than 77,000 people that left last year. So, Which is a net leave because correct. you're getting people coming to New York City, too. So a lot of this, people departing New York City is coming from the surrounding suburbs and the different cities outside of New York State. So regarding leaving New York State, one person that everyone knows who left New York State recently was President Trump. Mm-hmm. And him leaving New York State actually affects you and I who working middle class and working our balls off to afford a decent life mm-hmm. right so we don't we don't have access we don't have you know an insane amount right. but we're also not poor so when he leaves he's a billionaire right if other billionaires which they have leave New York state because of taxes and they want to go to Florida where there's no income tax or better weather yada yada the makeup has to come from somewhere mm-hmm. so they used to tax the billionaires to make up for the working middle class so that they didn't have to get taxed as much however when the billionaires keep leaving new york state because we're getting taxed at such a high amount then it directly impacts us right which if you're working more than one full-time job and you're doing everything you can to support your family stacking income in the state of new york state is not going to benefit you because you're going to owe the state because you have different streams of income. And then that stream of income has to hit a certain level and not everything's a write-off. That's how it works, which it's frustrating because if you want nice things, if you want to be able to go on Amazon and buy dog food or have a dog Mm -hmm. or get the car that you want, and maybe it's a V8. So you have to buy gas. Gas isn't cheap, right? So it's just a compound effect that directly impacts you. And I I understand why people get so upset with federal elections, but the state and local county elections directly impact your paycheck. Right. Because it's not way, way more than federal. Yeah. Because there's the federal tax rate is set. Yeah. But New York has wildly different tax regulations as opposed to Delaware or something like that. Yeah. A lot of businesses leave New York state to headquarter themselves in Delaware because there's no business or uh, there's no tax in Delaware, right? I mean, look at Amazon. Yeah. 
Right, exactly. And, and that's actually why I wanted to bring this up. Because, specifically Amazon and Jeff Bezos. Because the last couple articles that I've seen, uh, one was Jeff Bezos and the other one was an individual. I don't remember who it was. Maybe Tesla or something. But they just donated, Jeff Bezos just donated $10 billion, $10 billion to fight climate change. Mm-hmm. And the article said $10 billion, and then in parentheses, 7.7% of his income. So, like, they're undercutting the fact that he just donated $10 billion to fight climate change just because it was a small portion of his income. Right. But he's donating a ton of money. $10 billion is a ton of money to fight climate change. And if you think that... I mean, that, $10 billion in general is just a ton of right, money. yeah. If you think that that level of gratuity is going to uh, continue, if Bernie is taxing him an additional $10 billion, you're 100% wrong. Right. He's not going to donate that money... When you are able to donate, you have the free choice to donate to whatever cause that you want. If you're going to leave it to the federal government to tax you additionally, that way they can use that money to invest in other ventures. We've seen how that worked out. Why more government? Why would that help? No, I'm getting fired up. I wanted to fire you up, and I'm getting fired up. I know. I'm actually semi-calm right now for some odd reason, but... Because you've come to terms with it. You vented so much. I did. I kind of flipped out to Conleen for about 25 minutes about even if we just moved into Pennsylvania, and I'm talking like a mile into yeah. Pennsylvania, yeah, it would drastically change yeah. our life. And she just doesn't want to move. Which, you know, it sucks. But at the same time, I, I mean, this this podcast is another reason to stay. Yeah. Family. But, it, dude, if I was not born in Buffalo... Why would you move yeah, to New York gone. State? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason. I would much rather live in South Dakota. Oh, I like the snow. Well, then go right. to South Dakota. Yeah. You get more snow and no income tax. Mm-hmm. Like, they go. Go make snow angels and all your freaking $100 bills that you get to keep. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't know. There's a lot <clears throat> There's a lot outside of New York State that a lot of people actually don't see. There's people that don't leave New York mm-hmm. their whole life. Right. 80 plus years. They don't leave. That blows my mind. There's so much to see, especially in the greatest country ever. Right. You know? But it just, the whole thing's crazy, man. Like if... Wolf. Wolf. I just get juiced up. There's so many, so many different things that you could do other than what you're doing right now. Right. And there was a kid that I actually served with. Awesome dude. Pretty motivated. Well, not pretty motivated. I mean, he's, he's motivated, right? So I had a Facebook post, um... It was one of the more motivational ones, but I said, if you're not happy with your life, make a change. Because if you, all you have to do is look around the room that you're currently in. Mm-hmm. If you don't like what you see, it's a direct result of the decisions you made with the choices you had. And you can make changes to make your life better. It's just on you, right? So when I, I told that to him, um, and he was involved in the conversation because I was giving, it's a small little as, excerpt called Comprehensive Soldier Fitness, where it's a different topic that you go over with your guys every month, right? Mm-hmm. So once it's finance, one times it's motivation, the other times it's like um, outreach programs if you're going through marriage issues, um, there's diet, nutrition, and then you're basically just teaching, you're teaching the boys, like, you know, life, right? how to balance a checkbook, things like that. And I was giving this talk to him and a bunch of the other guys, and I said, there's nothing wrong with moving you know don't be afraid like if there's a job opportunity that actually kind of spikes your interest and you don't really have anything here why stay just because you're here that doesn't make any sense like you only get one shot at this like live your life the way you want to live your life 
he moved to Arizona and now he's a um he works the friggin' drills for oh, oil. Really? Yeah, he's an oil dude down in Arizona <clears throat> and he's making bank. yeah, he's making racks, yeah. dude, and he's and he's Last time we talked cuz this was right after the deployment that I had to talk with him and the boys. He's like, "Your your post and that conversation literally changed my life. I just got up and left." I was like, "Damn." Sometimes that's just what you have to do. That and sometimes people just need to wake up to their own greatness and just go out there and kick ass. I mean, that's just what it is, mm-hmm. you know? And part of me was like jealous, you know? Right, yeah. I would love to go to Arizona with the dry heat and then work my ass off and make a ton of money and not worry about it, mm-hmm. you know? Have a little bit more freedom than New York. And then the other part of me was I, I'm settled. Right. I got I got a career. I got a 401. I got full benefits. I, I have health insurance. I got a great relationship. I have a house. You know, mm-hmm. I got a wonderful dog. I got this podcast with you. Like I to uproot now, it's pretty friggin' tough. I'm right. not saying it's impossible, but it's tough. So I go back and forth a lot, but it's nice that I was able to inspire and motivate him to better his life, and that's what it's about. Yeah, and there has to be some level of like some breaking point, right? Where their New York State has to get so bad that it'll eventually turn around. Which is what I was actually talking about to Colleen when I was venting about the taxes, because I said, "Look." Where do we draw the line in the sand? You know? And then she just kind of looked at me. And, Jesus, all right. Cheers. I said, if taxes keep increasing, I think I told her this, or was it somebody else? I don't know, whatever. She'll call me right now. Yeah. Yeah. At what point do taxes have to get so bad that we can't live that we're forced to move? Yeah. What if that happens? Then what is she going to do? She's going to look at me like Baby Yoda? You know? (laughs) Like, where's, where's the meat in the freezer? Like... Sweetheart, yeah. 96% of our income just went downstate or went to illegal aliens to go to school. You know, like, I, what do you want me to do? I, I told you we should have moved 15 years ago. Right. Like, that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> At what point is it going to really change? And it's interesting because there's people downstate, there's people outside of the inner city of Buffalo that are voting red, mm. and they want Cuomo out. And the thing that blows my mind, bro, this is what I was telling you, there is no limit on how many times he can consecutively right. be governor, mm-hmm. which like that—that's what upsets me. Like, whoa, we need term limits. Like, dude, there is a term limit. He just keeps getting reelected, so he right. could be a czar of New York, and that—that that doesn't float with my boat. Mm-hmm. You know, like there should be some limit to how many times you can sit in that freaking round chair. Which I, I feel like people are understanding. If you've historically looked at the elections, you've seen him dominate people. Yeah. Because of New York City residents. Because they just vote, which is another reason why the Electoral College is worth it. Because if you. It gives a voice to the little man. Correct. If you took the Electoral College out. Position. Like position. Position. There we go. If you took the Electoral. Like the way that it works and you applied it to New York and you had all the counties within New York vote and had their vote matter, Cuomo would be gone. Because there's only a few counties within New York City. And the rest of the state pretty much voted red. Oh, yeah. So the only had... county that didn't was Erie. Right. Which sucks because Erie County is the biggest county. One of the biggest counties outside of downstate. Exactly. But, like, if you have a representative for each county, like the Electoral College works by state, you would have had Cuomo out. Yeah. Because more Electoral College representatives would have voted for Cuomo to leave. Right. And if we take the Electoral College out, really, on a federal level, mm-hmm. the only places you have to go... Texas, New York, California, 
and maybe Florida and maybe Florida and that's it. I actually did research on this because I was in a discussion with somebody around this exact topic. Yeah, and it's it was closer than I thought. I'll give him that, but it was still fifty eight percent of the population of those two or those four big cities. So California and States. New York. Yeah. yeah. California, and New York versus Texas and Florida. You had about 58 to 42%, which in a presidential election, that's a lot. Yeah. So when you look at people that are winning by popular vote, like Hillary Clinton did in 2016, mm-hmm. but lost the electoral college vote, it's because a majority of those votes came from high democratic cities like New York city, Los Angeles, San Diego, all those things. So, but the country did not vote but for the her. The country did not vote for her yeah. exactly, and that is similar to how New York went during the 2018 uh, gubernatorial election mm-hmm. because Molinaro actually won quite a bit of the popular vote too. He oh, was yeah. like 40 percent or 35 percent. Yeah, it was not. He did very very well, mm-hmm. and if it was more of electoral college like election where each city or each country had their own representatives. There was no way that Cuomo would have won. Right. And people are understanding that. So that's why my initial topic was, I think that the state is understanding now that this just isn't a sustainable path that we're going down. Right. And eventually, maybe not 2022 or whatever, when he when the next gubernatorial election is, but maybe 2026, Cuomo's gone. People are not going to keep voting for him. I think the bell reform is really going to bite him in the, mm-hmm. in the tail. Um, people hate that. Yeah. And there's it just doesn't make sense, man. Dude, there's a dude. Sense. There was a dude that was just on uh, national news because he got arrested for the hundred and thirty seventh time in the subway of downstate and gets out and he's like, "Bell reform, it's lit." Like that's his quote, and then he just walks out and he knows that, so he's like, "Why? Why wouldn't I commit this crime when there's no repercussions at right. all? When I can just be on the street in five minutes? Like, go ahead, book me, charge me on an appearance ticket, I'm out." And I'm like, not going to show up for the appearance right. anyway. And what are you going to do? Arrest me and then I'll leave again? Yeah. And, dude, you and I both have degrees in this background. And we're both under the... I mean, we damned well know that the criminal justice system is not perfect right. by any means. But this knee-jerk reaction is just not the answer. And it's the same knee-jerk reaction that drives Buffalonians through the roof on the 198 Squajacata when we just dropped it from 50, 65, 55 to 30, yeah. 35. Like... Come on, dude. One dude fell asleep at the wheel and killed a kid? Yeah, it's tragic. That's absolutely horrible, and it shouldn't be a thing. Should it be an expressway through a park in the first place? Probably not. Right. But guess what? That's what it was. So drop it to, like, 45. And, mm-hmm. dude, if you're if you're just cruising through every morning, you're going 45 anyways. Right. Everybody goes 45. Just make it 45 and relax. Or make it 40 and then normal... Everyday drivers, which I'm probably going to get flack for it because, well, you can't just assume that there's going to be normal everyday drivers, but if it's 40, most people are going to go 45. Right, yeah, because there's a Being five realistic. mile an hour leeway. Yeah. Yeah. I mo- go seven. Mo- yeah, mo- most cases seven, but typically everybody does five, yeah. keeps it safe. I mean, the only time that people really don't screw around is school zones yeah. but or construction zones, but... but I don't know, man. The, the state is definitely not sustainable with what we're doing right now, and... I think the bail reform is going to really hurt him. Um, and the taxes, everybody knows. Yeah. It's just, it's getting to a point where it's just, come on, what's enough? You know? I mean, we we said no to the queen for just a couple percent. And we're taxing whiskey six times before we can even drink it. Yeah. We're taxing ourselves over 30% for what? Like, dude, I told you, with the Army Guard, for those out of state... I work full-time. If you don't follow me on Facebook, I talked about it. I work full-time. I picked up a part-time job for half of the year. 
Then I was in the army for the entire year. And I had additional withholdings where I was throwing extra money at the state, claim zero on everything. And then what I did was I raised my additional withholdings for the army to get to ensure that I had money back. Mm-hmm. I got taxed by the state for income tax on my full-time job, my part-time job, and the army. Which is insane. Because my own tax dollars paid my initial pay in the army to begin with right. because I'm a state employee. So both of my jobs paid my normal staff sergeant pay, but then that got taxed again by the state. Like, bro, how much money you need? Right. The 90s still sucks, by the way. There's <laughs> yeah. potholes everywhere. Yeah. And the the toll booths just do what? Bring in money for the state police? Which, sure, if you want me to pay cops by going through toll booths, sign me up for an easy pass. I support the boys. But... Right. The throughway's been paid off since the early 90s, and now it's just for throughway maintenance. Use it for that. Don't use it for some SUNY college tuition because our throughway blows. Right. Which I think, again, people are starting to realize outside of New York City. Yeah. That whatever we're getting taxed, we don't see any of that when it no. comes to Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse. We don't see any of that tax dollars coming back to us. And the mayor's not doing it. No. You get potholes that are filled. I'll use that term loosely because they just come back the next year. Right. They're patches because they don't want to repave the entire street. Yeah. That way they don't ever have potholes yeah. or for at least a couple of years. We're not seeing our tax dollars immediately help us, which is what's frustrating a lot of New Yorkers. And eventually Cuomo is going to be gone because there's just it's just not a sustainable path that we're on right I'm now. I'm just curious who the next dude is or woman, whatever, who gives a shit. Like the next governor of New York. What are they going to walk into? Could you imagine? Do you want that job? No. I don't want that job. Could I you don't imagine want the president's job. Seriously. Could you imagine walking in that office? You're like, all right, I'm elected for the people. I'm for the people. What do we got? Well, six plus billion dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. Potholes everywhere. You have an entire state residency furious. Um, they're celebrating for the first probably four months because Cuomo's out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and then they want the... The bridge name changed. They've been talking about that for years. Yeah, I, like, what do you do? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't know, man. If I'd Molinaro sit there and eat a taco again, and try to figure it out. If Molinaro runs again, I think he wins. He yeah. had a good platform. Yeah, he did. I just... Oh, goodness, dude. It's just going to be a long stretch until mm-hmm. then. But, again, the benefit of this is... This, as in this podcast, we just get to promote local business and talk about the good times. Mm-hmm. And that makes me really friggin' happy right. because the state has done a lot for the New York agricultural act, allowing distilleries, craft breweries to pop up, reuse the own product that we grow. Mm-hmm. And now we got people in business. The economy's great. People are spending money. And, uh, you know what? I, I got food in my fridge. My right. dog is fed right now. It's I okay. got clothes on. Right now it's okay, but we're on a downward path. Yeah, oh, 100%, percent, dude. It's exhausting to think about, but I'm just, I'm actually, you know, I'm grateful for what I do have because, you know, hashtag blessed, but I just, Christ, right. it could, it just, it could be better. Yeah. And all we have to do is just vote, drink whiskey, and wait for the results. Mm-hmm. It's all we can do, right. you know, until then I'm just going to go buy some land because they can't Don't. take that. Well, 
You'd be shocked. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> They've done it before. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, that's all that I really wanted to talk about on, on tax season. Uh, because I know that, one, we're approaching tax... Well, we're in tax season right now. Two, you just had an experience with it. And three, I just saw that article around Jeff Bezos. So yeah. I thought it was important to bring up because there's misconceptions when it comes to taxation that the... Uh, I'll just leave it at that. There's misconceptions when it comes to taxation that people need to be more well aware of because it directly impacts literally every single person. Yeah. And it limits freedom, economic freedom of the individual being taxed. Yep. That's it. So anyway, speaking of something being taxed six times, we got some whiskey here. We didn't even talk. I mean, we kind of did, but uh, you want you want to talk about. So this is a Steelbound product. I'll just do it because I have it in my mind already. So Steelbound, we did an interview with them, like we were talking about a little earlier, and that's going to be releasing on the Friday. So if you haven't watched it yet, go back and watch it. It was a great interview. Uh, Steelbound, they actually give a reason for their name, which I loved and I did not know. Uh, it was pretty clever. And this is a sour mash. So I was really curious on what a sour mash is. Yeah, but it's heavy corn too. But it's heavy corn, yeah. So you're getting quite a bit of flavors in this that are atypical of a regular bourbon or whiskey. Mm -hmm. Because this is also aged only six months. They're a really new distillery and they're aging their products only six months because right now they can't age it any longer. Right. Because they're just trying to push it out. Which, there's two approaches to making whiskey or having a distillery. One, you either buy, actually three approaches, three, or one, let me get my numbers straight, counting. One, you buy a distillery and you just have vodka, gin, the clear spirits because they're easy to bake. Two, you source from MGP. That way you can have product and then start selling whiskey immediately while you develop your own whiskey. Or three, you create a whiskey, you age it for only six months, you call it whiskey because you can't call it bourbon because it's not aged two years, and then you put it out like that. Yep. That's what Steelbound did. They only aged it for six months. They have a unique process by making the mash sour, which listen to the interview to determine what that is. I won't give it away right now. But it's a very unique flavor that, for me, kind of mirrors the two times hopped IPA from Southern Tier. Do you get that same like profile? type of taste? Yeah. No. You don't? No, not really. at all. Yeah, this is totally unique. Two times hopped was... See, like, like from the smell, that's all I'm getting. Really? Yeah. No, this is like its own thing like entity i have a i still have a bottle of two times hop so after this episode i want you to smell them side by side because to me they smell very very similar okay but yeah so what are your initial thoughts on it it's different dude yeah. it's way different this is unlike anything that we've really dipped our toes in um which apparently it's such a weird phrase dude it's disgusting who just dips their toes in whatever uh, yeah <laughs> We're not like, going to talk about it because it's literally repulsive. Okay, so if you're at a pool, which is probably the most common phrase to, I'm just going to dip my toes in to see how warm it is. Do you really just dip your big toe in like SpongeBob coming right out of the shoe to press the gas pedal? Right. Nickelodeon reference, better than Disney. But are you doing that or are you putting the full foot in? So now that I have the floor, first of all. Jesus Christ. The only reason why how I'm letting that slide. You? The, the only reason why I'm letting that slide is because it's a specific Spongebob reference, and I'm all about my Spongebob. Okay. Secondly, no, if you do that, you're a sociopath, and you should probably be locked into a cage. What, if you dip your toe in the water? Just your toe. Yeah. Grow up. <laughs> put your foot in the pool, and be like, oh, it's not too bad. You're also getting the 
three inches on top where it's actually warm at all times. Right. You're getting all the sunlight if it's outdoors. You're I, like, stop. We all know it's going to be probably 10 degrees colder on the bottom than it is on the top. Get in. You're, you're at a pool. Would you just not go in? Right. You know what I mean? Be an athlete. Jump in the freaking thing. <laughs> and just enjoy the fact that you're swimming in a pool. When God. you go swimming, do you walk down the steps or do you just jump in? Where am I? Does it matter? Yes. Like geographic or what no. type of pool? Yeah. If I'm in a hotel pool, I'm all about the steps. Because I'm not trying to make a scene. I'm not trying to be that guy and splash people. Yeah, like the Home Alone thing. Like, that's not... (laughs) No. Um, But if I'm at... Like, if I'm at a friend's house and we're swimming at a pool, um, if it's a community outdoor pool, I'm just all in spearing kids into it. You know? Like, I'm just... I'm jumping in that thing. And it's mine. Do you just go cannonball or do you just drop it? No, I always dive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a diver. That was not 15 minutes. No. Unless it's three feet. Then I'm not going to dive into a shallow end. But who knows? When I was in Cancun, weird flex, but um, <laughs> can't go there now because the wall. But when I was there... Or the there, cartels. <laughs> or the drugs. Yeah. Or the you alcohol deaths. You can go there. But anyway, the I jumped, like I went to the bottom of the pool, and I thought it would be cool for my like eight-year-old ass to start doing Olympic laps because I thought I was sick. So I jumped down, and I push off the edge to get like momentum because I was going to go the full length underwater. Scraped the hell out of my chin on the bottom. It was a bad move on my end. I don't know what I was thinking. No, dude. So I'm more of a jump in, like, regardless of where I am. And not, again, not causing a big scene, but if I'm on the edge of the pool, I'll just jump in, like, with my feet pointed down. A pencil dash. Yeah. You know, maybe flail a little bit like a fish out of water, you know? Yeah, a little salmon. But yeah. A little salmon for the boys. (laughs) I gotcha. Maybe start going, oh, 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 like a seal. I hope not. Yeah. Oh, I cost a scene, man. No, but I want to jump in. So, like, it shocks my body, and then I'm like, all right, whatever. Did you ever do hot tub pool, hot tub pool in winter? Yes. Such a good time. And, like, when I was thinking about doing that. Well, fall, not winter, because yeah, we're in Buffalo, but. That's true. When when I would jump in the pool, and, like, people would be so scared, Cleo, what's up? When I was uh, scared to jump in the pool, mm-hmm. um, I would just look in the pool, and I'm like, oh, there's, like, a four-year-old kid in there. Am I going to be the bitch that's not going to jump in because it's too cold? Seriously. Let me just do it. I'll yeah. be fine. Your alpha male comes in. That's how I do with my tattoos. Like, when I get tattoos and it's starting to hurt, I'm like, yo, some scrawny kid just got it done that's just 18. On his I ribs. I can handle it. On his yeah, ribs. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Gina's got some on her ribs. Gina's a tough girl. But. Yeah. Really? I'm she, not going to be able to handle my arm. She's fine. That's I'm true. fine. That's true. Derek, stick with it. Shout out last episode when Gina was announced that she could just whoop your candy oh, ass yeah. everywhere. I was listening to that today, and I'm like, it's still true. Yeah. She could destroy me. Yeah. She's at the gym right now, making sure it happens. <laughs> All about it. <laughs> Colleen's home meal prepping every lunch for the week. Oh, my God. That's what she's doing right now. How do you not get sick of that, though? Because it's different every week. Yeah, but not every day. Dude, I can't have leftovers. Oh, I see what you're I saying. I can't have leftovers, like, consecutive nights in a row. Like, if we have dinner tonight... Which we are. We're having quinoa burgers tonight. Hashtag healthy. Um, I can't have quinoa burgers again tomorrow for lunch and again tomorrow for dinner. I'll lose it. Really? Yeah. Because it's just not... And maybe this is like reflected back of my childhood of where we had chicken so much as a kid. Like every single night like baked chicken so it's not even exciting chicken. And having that every single night just ruined my taste for baked chicken. Gotcha. I can't have baked chicken anymore. I need to like... Not fry it, but make sure it's, like, burnt on the stovetop. 
not burned, but browned. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like a grilled chicken. Yeah, of course. No, I just, food is fuel. And I'm. Oh, God. Yeah, I just, I just eat it, dude. You think I got time to sit there and enjoy the food? I literally work through my lunch break. It's not even about the time to enjoy it. It's that second that you do get to put something in your mouth. That was weird. But the second that you do get to start ingesting food. Yeah. I want to enjoy it. I don't want to be like, oh, this is terrible. Why oh, do I even yeah. do this? Yeah, me too. Then totally on the same page. That's why I eat pizza so much. That's <laughs> something I can enjoy regardless if I'm sitting there for an hour or 10 minutes. It's always enjoyable. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. I, I don't You care. literally think of it as fuel? Because it is. Obviously, but that—that's so how is I gasoline. got gasoline. Are you enjoying that when you put it in your mouth? No, because I'm not Whoa. siphoning gas to get bubble gut. <laughs> but anyways, bubble gut. What does that mean? When you siphon gas, and then you always you always end up swallowing a little bit of gas when you siphon gas. Gasoline in your stomach gives you bubble gut, which means you're always burping up gas, and then you have like either it's one end or the other. I mean, that's so it's a term. It's called bubble gut when you siphon gas. You didn't know that? No. You need to hang out with different people. Dude, I don't hang out with people that siphon gas regularly. What do you... Dude, sometimes you got to do what you got to do to get through, all right? You got to adapt and overcome. So if you if you run out of fuel, you grab fuel from your truck, and you throw it in your quad. I don't know. People do some crazy stuff, man. Or they got to fill a up their golf cart. kid. I don't have a quad. No, but you got you to gotta hang out with white people that have been in trades their whole lives. <laughs> and... Yo, is this a white person? I don't know, dude. You brought... <laughs> I honestly, I really don't think any black brother. No, I don't, dude. I'm telling you, man. I don't think your brother would say for gas. They'd probably look at you and be like, "Yo, that's some white people shit." It is, and I'm all about that. Oh, is a hundred percent. Have you ever scrolled through and saw those memes about like white dads do this? Yes, and it's a thousand percent accurate. Yeah, and I then, say that on the regular, dude. There were so many times that I would laugh at white people with the boys in the unit, and I'm just like, "Yo, look at this white dude just ruining this whole experience." Like they made the range worse. They don't know how to count. And then, or they would sit there and they're all poopy, right? So I'd walk up to them and I'd sit down and they're just like, what's up, man? And they're like, hey, what's going on, Sergeant? I was like, ah, you know, it's just, I don't know why you put a white dude in charge. It doesn't make sense. It just right. ruins everything. And they always laugh because that's <laughs> exactly what they're thinking about. And they're like, right. dude, like, I was like, I hate white people. White people are worse. Like, as soon as you put a white dude in charge, everything goes south. And then they just look at you and they're like, yo, like, I don't even think you can say that, but respect. And respect. that's. I actually, I agree with you. I was like, absolutely. Right. Dude, I'm, I'm obsessed with other cultures, other races, and other people because we all make fun of each other. Oh, yeah. And it's hilarious because there's some solid jokes against white people. Absolutely. And if you don't laugh at yourself, there's something wrong. Right. Like, there's, dude, I got burned so many times by all the boys, I just laugh. I'm like, that's true. You're right. You're right. I like, oh, I, yeah. Leave your ego at the door and just laugh with them because it's spot on. I love it. That's Anyways. so funny. Yeah, there's a different episode. I'll tell you different stories about how I just roast white people all day long in the <laughs> army. So we got 25 minutes left. Um, we have to rate this. We got to get through cocktail section. And then we got to self-endorse because we did a lot in the last 48 hours outside yeah. of our real lob, like lives and jobs. So Did you just try to combine lives and jobs into one word and said lobs? Listen, <laughs> the, the whiskey's <laughs> kicking in. I didn't eat dinner yet. So, I didn't yeah. eat lunch or anything today. No, I'm just kidding. I had lunch. Okay, good. Sandwich. Turkey sandwich. A sandwich? That's my go-to, dude. A sandwich? Again, how can you not just enjoy food for being food and you have to consider it fuel? You're such an animal. What are you, I, healthy? Get I, out of here. I'm a barbarian, bro. Because I'm so focused on the end goal. 
You know what I mean? And like, don't get me wrong. Like I enjoy what I eat, but I don't think of it like, wow, like I get to sit down and I get to eat lunch. I don't have that time. Like I have seconds. I don't have hours. Like I have seconds. My whole so day is planned at 5 a.m. why you enjoy that second? Well, I do. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, I, you don't. I enjoy the fact Stop that I get to it. eat. You but do like, not I do- enjoy the fact that you're having regular plain chicken with cauliflower or kale. Come and- on. You don't enjoy that. You would love a piece of pizza. Yeah, I would love a pizza pizza, but I just pizza, love the pizza. fact that... <laughs> pizza pizza. <laughs> pizza pizza. <laughs> I just... Dude, I, I just... I mean, you're right. You're yeah. not wrong. But I just... Dude, I got four months of the wedding. No, you know what I mean? I got the honeymoon right after that. Then, I don't know. You might do something crazy in Easy. like 17 years. Easy. I'm just trying to help Easy. her out. Easy. I'm trying to help her out. We've been, we've been talking about it a lot. Really? Because. Dude, I, it's a big step. I kept telling. Because tax are coming out and we, we sold our shirts. So you and I get some. Not much, but some. No, we donated we more donated than we thought. We donated a lot. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. I would rather donate than get. Honestly. Hell yeah. But Hell yeah. She just like, when we're talking about it, she's moving her ring finger. And I'm like, listen, I got to buy a gun. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we just gained 40 subscribers down south. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. Like, you buy that firearm. <laughs> yeah. like, you're a red pill, dude. I love it. It's like, oh, easy. <laughs> but, yeah, so. Wait, did he say the G word? <laughs> They're sitting there sipping whiskey, talking about firearms. Hell, yeah. <laughs> going to hand it all my cousins. We're going to follow. Like, all right. Um. But anyway, so yeah, uh, that we'll discuss in a future episode. <sighs> All right, so before she prog- really kicks my ass, let's... Uh, progress is progress, Jesus brother. Christ, I'm excited dude, for you. Can you just chill out a little bit? I don't know why you downed everything so quickly. Because it's fuel, Because brother. it's fuel, dude. I don't enjoy the taste. I just drink. Brother. I know that I have to, brother. <laughs> we need some freaking WD-40 on these chairs before I lose it. Right. Well, what we're going to do, talked about this today. We're going to give these chairs back to the bar because they belong at the bar. Yeah. And you and I are going to get our own chairs. We need to make sure they're the Some leather-bound chairs. They need to be the right height. Yeah, I know. We need some foot warmers on them. Jesus. I forgot my I dad just said slips. we don't make that much money. We literally don't make any money. But expense. <laughs> <laughs> we make no... Dude, all we do is reinvest it into the pod. Right. Because so. that's all that we want to do. I mean, we want to give our viewers the best... Listening and viewing experience possible. Like this table. Right now, like, it, Mike had an amazing post the other day. If you don't follow our Instagram and Facebook accounts, you have to because a lot of content goes up literally daily. Maybe yeah. multiple times a day. Yeah. But Mike did a pic collage of the first episode we ever did versus episode 16, which is even different than episode 21 that we're recording right now. Seriously. 21. Yeah. Yeah, 21. So, what we started with... Is a folding table, and you are like, yeah, bro, folding table, Bill's Mafia, slam each other through. I know. And we're like, that'll be sufficient. But now look at us, dude. We actually look like we know what we're doing. For some odd reason. We have shelves. We have a whiteboard. We have a flag. We have a beautiful table. We have barrels. What are we doing? I, I don't know, man. We're two kids trying to work it out. But it's all because of viewers. Yeah. I mean, if there was absolutely no traffic, no one cares, mm-hmm. then... I mean, we probably still do it because this is an awesome hobby. Yeah, it, it's fun to do. But, but it, and honestly, too, when we make this money from the shirts, we're re- reinvesting it into the podcast. We want new microphones that'll handle my voice better because 
Honestly, my voice doesn't go very well with these microphones. My yeah. voice is way too deep. Come on. It's it, beautiful. That's why my pop filter is so close to the mic. Because as soon as this deep voice, this deep bass it's the beard. goes through. Uh, probably. But as soon as it goes through here, it just dissipates. Right. I don't even know what that word means. It sounds good. So it doesn't give enough time to get to the actual microphone for people to hear me. Right. Because in our episodes, like our regular episodes, you sound 100% clearer than I do. And I don't because well, I drink honey with tea before bed every night oh to God, ensure my vocal cords kidding? are perfect for the podcast. I'm more of like a Louis Armstrong type guy. No, I do masks. I dream, dream, yeah, dream. you probably you smoke a cigar before bed, <laughs> and I'm rolling out my wrinkles in my face. Uh, that's true. That's probably true. But so we want to invest in new mics. We want to invest in a camera because currently we're using my phone, right? Which is good quality, but not sustainable listen bro there's room for improvement in everything we do yeah so everyone that's watching and everybody that listens thank you so much again i know that we'll touch on it later when we self-promote but seriously thank you for everything that you do because it helps us grow and it helps us provide better quality for you guys so keep it up share it with your friends go leave us a review on itunes or our facebook yo that's huge yeah we need reviews so if you've been listening to us from the start the OGs, yeah. which we know who you are. We know who you are. Leave us a review um, because reviews actually help more than a subscribe and a follow and a like. So reviews actually get us out there way faster and way further, um, which that'll just benefit your ears because that'll allow us to get into different places, um, which is a great segue into what we got going up. Yeah. So we have... Dude, I don't even have everything written down. It's on my phone. Again, if we had a camera, I could have my phone on the episode. All right. Right now, I don't have my phone. I got it. Hold on. We need two cameras because you and I are going to have different viewing experiences going forward. Yeah, you guys get to see my seductive faces that I make all the time. Maybe we'll just have one camera. No, no way. If you you didn't watch the Hartman's (laughs) interview, you probably should. Okay. It's true. So we got, we have a podcast interview this Saturday, the 22nd. Before then. Thursday. Thursday. No, Wednesday. Wednesday, yes. Wednesday the 19th, we're linking up with Elma Wine and Liquor. Then we have the 22nd of February, we have a podcast interview with Premium Coffee. Pumped. I'm stoked for that. Like, I'm way more excited than I probably should be Literally, coffee runs through my veins. The only things that I consume... From a liquid standpoint, it is coffee, whiskey, and water. That's literally it. Yeah. Um, In that order. Then we record on Monday the 24th, because it's Monday. Mm-hmm. Then we have, let's see, the 29th, we have Whiskey Fest at Riverworks. Mm-hmm. Going to that. That'll It'll be, be there sick. branded. Yep. If you see us there, come up and say hi. Let us feel like we're important. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> then we have, let's see, March 10th. 6th. March 6th is who? Katie Be Kind, right? Yes. March 6th is Katie Be Kind. March 6th is Katie Be Kind. Who does her own apparel line. apparel line, and she's also a DJ, so that's, that's going to be, be sick. A riot. Yeah. Then the Monday the 9th, we record another episode. Mm-hmm. March 10th, we have Macy's Place Pizzeria, which you're... I'm more excited than I should be for that one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Then the 16th, we record another episode. The 21st... March 21st, or is it 27th? For which one? Wozniak. 21st, right? It's Saturday. Yeah, 21st. Yeah, 21st. We have Wozniak Photography. 23rd, we record again. And then we're into April. 
which is crazy. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, you and I were like, we should probably schedule more interviews. Yeah. Just destroying ourselves. Can you pass me the whiskey? Um, no, you're not allowed. Thanks, dude. But, yeah, so we have a ton of content coming up. If any of that that you've, that Mike just listed out, interests either you or some of your friends that you know, like if you know somebody that's getting married soon, yeah, then let them know to subscribe to our podcast now. That way they'll be notified when Wozniak Photography comes on because he has to be easily the number one wedding photographer in Buffalo. He's up there, yeah. He's he's. 1000% top five. Yeah. So definitely make sure that you follow us and let other people know that we're doing this as well. Yeah. Some things that Mike didn't mention that we're still trying to plan on what we're, uh, the dates that we're going to be doing is we have another coffee shop, Roots Coffee and Tea, that's going to be scheduled soon. Uh, we have Three Chord where they're going to be announcing a new whiskey that they have. Yep. That's going to be coming up soon. And then we have one more that's going to be. Um, we have another uh, liquor store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have another liquor store. I thought we had another one that hasn't been scheduled yet, but we're still working through. But anyway, regardless. Oh, and we have Black Button. Black Button, yeah, yeah. Yep. That was be right before we sat yeah. down to record. Yep. So Black Button is the 7th at noon. Yeah. Which is the Saturday. Jesus Christ. We have a ton of stuff going on. Yeah, because, well, dude, when I just... we, have, we have Saturday, Monday, and then Tuesday is the 10th. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, dude, it's... We're going to be recording five times in, what, four days? The intent is we're going to backlog stuff so that we can actually just, like, take a break. Yeah, because literally I'm drowning in editing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's past my eyeballs at this point. I can't yeah. see anything. Yeah. But we have a lot of content coming up. And if you think about it, so we're on episode 21, but you and I are posting probably about two episodes a week. Not clips, actual episodes. So we've done 21 episodes. This is our 21st episode. Mm-hmm. And we've done 12 interviews. So, 33 episodes you and I have done in, like, what, three months, four months? Yeah. We're four going on five months right now. Yeah. And we want, our, we want our name to be out there more because we want the businesses that we're interviewing to get more attention. Yes. These are quality interviews with people that run the businesses, and we just want to be able to give our people that we're interviewing a bigger platform to advertise on. Mm-hmm. That's all that we want. Same thing from the first first episode. Oh, and Briar Brothers, I was going to say, because we're going to meet up with the Briar Brothers brothers again soon. That's right, dude. You better start going to the gym. Pumped. Hard. Dude, I got these... Mm, literally, it just looked like I shed. <laughs> I but anyway, it. so, yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming up, and we're just going to keep going, because That's you it. and I are all about consistency. Oh, yeah. yeah so anyway, let's get, let's get into the cocktails, bro. We got we to... Gotta, all right, drop the beef. Wrap, for, wrap this thing up. Drop the beef for the cocktail section. Cocktails. She loved that one. Cleo got super juiced up. No, she dude. loved that one. Someone's at the door. No, she's like at the vent because she knows that like that. That's where the voice like goes through. So she can hear me downstairs, and she thought that maybe I was dying with that beatbox one because it was literally that legit. So she she's a little amped up right now. All right, but I'll give my she's cocktail section. Of the cocktails. She wants to say that she likes everything neat, but we do cocktails for everybody that doesn't like it neat but wants to suggest and I want to drink. So Michael, go for it. So I'm gonna present my cocktail section. In the meantime, go check on her because she's literally nope. flipping out. Just do it. So the fo- people can look at this shirt that I got from Steelbound too. Okay, check this out. Okay, we got the Steelbound logo right there, and then look it. This is their blue balls. It's their blue balls. Okay, pretty prime. All right, I'll be right back. So 
Fort Worth Collins cocktail. It's two ounces of whiskey, three quarter ounces of fresh lemon juice, sprinkle in some mineral water, which I thought was pretty interesting, three quarter ounce of simple syrup, and then red wine. So the key notes here is that there's no ounce amount on mineral water or red wine, but they're a part of this cocktail. I come back and I hear Mike say something about keynotes. So what does that mean? Yeah, so dude, there's... First it's, of all, red wine in a cocktail? Yeah, dude. So you're mixing red wine with two ounces of whiskey This and mineral water. This is called the headache special next morning. No, dude, because there's minerals in it. Oh, that's the key. Minerals. Si- covalent bonds, and dude. Then, Size matters. You don't covalent remember covalent bonds. You don't remember chemistry. And then you sprinkle ibuprofen around the rim. I know. Dude, you know <laughs> side note, we need to talk about Lewis and Clark soon. Alright, anyways. Random thoughts in my head. What? <laughs> okay. Dude, side note, Neil Armstrong's gonna be on an episode. <laughs> what are you talking about? Lewis and Clark were the most alpha males of alpha males. We'll talk about it next episode. Remind me. Tune in for that because this is going to be a riot. <laughs> I have no idea where this discussion's going. All right, Fort Worth Collins Dude, cocktail. Socrates, we got to talk about it. <laughs> All right, try that cocktail. Jesus. Look it up on Google. Fort, Fort Worth Collins cocktail. Two ounces of whiskey, okay. some lemon juice, mineral water, simple syrup, and red wine. And it's I love a, the way that you say syrup. Syrup. And it's a dark cocktail. It looks actually pretty kick-ass, so try that. What's your cocktail? We got to no. move this along. No, we don't. Dude, we got 11 minutes. That's fine. I know, but remember, no one cares after 60 minutes. so much more to talk about. (laughs) Freaking Apollo's going to be on, bro. Okay. (laughs) Dude, remind me. (laughs) Freaking, we're going to have a Sacagawea discussion coming up. You are a rhyme. I love you. But anyway, so my (laughs) God. Oh my god. Woo. Okay. It's All like, right. okay, cocktail section. Lewis and Clark. <laughs> yeah. Where did they even come from? <laughs> I'm actually crying. All right. So, first, it's a first on this episode, or uh, on this podcast. I'm crying. All right. So, my cocktail is called the Springtime Sour. It is two ounces of sour mash whiskey, specific to the sour mash. Again, listen to the interview to. To understand what sour mash means. It's not as intricate of a process as I thought it was going to be. But it's an important process. Because I'll give you a teaser. It helps create consistency across the batches. Go listen to it. It's going to be great. Mike's writing down Lewis and Clark right now. To make sure we talk about it next episode. So two ounces of whiskey. One ounce of fresh grapefruit juice. A half ounce of fresh lemon juice. Three fourths of an ounce of honey syrup. As Michael says. And one egg white, and then you shake it, and then you strain it into a glass, and it's fantastic. So it's kind of like a whiskey sour, but it's a sour whiskey sour because you're using sour mash, and uh, it's going to be a different flavor profile than what you're used to because of this whiskey. Definitely go down and check out this distillery again because they're doing things so different, and one thing that you and I should talk about on this episode is their beers that they're putting out because Eric talked a little bit about it during the interview, but they have an extremely extensive beer selection so think of when you and i talk about broad brothers how they're having 52 different beers or whatever they're doing steelbound has like 30 that they're always doing and they're so on tap their tap is 
it's seriously like 30 taps long. Yeah. They have a SpongeBob beer. <laughs> they have some really controversial, not controversial, but... Sue-worthy beers. Sue-worthy beers. <laughs> good, good way to put it. But yeah. they're... They're a riot, and you you should go down and see them because they're they're a cool location. They're right before you enter Ellicottville. Like you're driving down the fake throughway, the two nineteen, and right before you make that left or the right to go into Ellicottville, they're right on the corner across from Tim Hortons. Yep, very cool location, very cool building. The owner is amazing, Bill Bursey. Um, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But and then also you got to talk to Dan and Eric because they're great guys. They're, they're really. Um, amazing this company is fantastic yeah you so, should definitely check them out so basically just so you guys understand um bill's from south buffalo he owns it and then all of his employees wear multiple hats to ensure that everything is running as smooth as possible efficient as possible Passion and then dropper. and he's a visionary bill's a visionary so a lot of stuff happening under that roof um, they own the corner except for one house that the woman won't sell it which is a riot yeah it's basically up if you know Disney reference, deal with it. But yeah, I don't get that reference. So, Everyone who's listening, let Mike know you don't get that reference. All right. So for <laughs> label branding, <laughs> I got an A plus plus. So the skeleton on the label is Bill's first tattoo. Yep. So Remember what his name is? It's in the interview. Watch the interview. There you go. So <clears throat> they bring everything together. Um, it's not an overpowering label. It's like the old cowboy saloon feel. Um, I'm giving it an A++. What do you got? I'll do A++ too. Okay. So we actually have two bottles of this. Yeah. I have a bottle up here already on the shelf because when I went down, when we were originally going to do this interview, what, two months ago, three months ago? Three months ago. We touched base with the distiller that was previously at the establishment and they switched head distillers. Yeah. But I got batch one. So right now that's going to be kind of a novelty where we don't open that because it's batch one. Right. Batches. So we can talk about it in, in a different episode. I don't want to take away from this conversation, but we have a full bottle here. This is batch three. I'm pretty sure. Correct. Um. So yeah, uh, it, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I'll, I'll go a plus plus as well. Okay. Nose. I'm getting two times hopped, bro. I don't know how you're not getting that. It's a little like, sweeter. Like, like, it's a little caramel It is. Yeah, it, that, that's what I'm picking up is caramel. And I understand where you're getting the two times hot, but when it comes to the tasting profile of it, it's totally different right, for me. Right, sure, yeah, yeah. The nose is similar to the two times hot, oh, which is weird because... Should have loved with that, nerd. Yeah, nerd. The it, It's a sour mash, which is primarily... Or, it's whiskey, so it's primarily corn. The two times hot, they mixed in that hop, so you're getting Mike smell on his arm. You want to tell everybody why you're smelling your arm? It's a neutralizer. So when you're trying to get the, the proper nose through a Glen, a Glen Karen glass, if you don't know this, revert back to our first four episodes because that's where we talked about it. But one nostril is going to pick up all the ethanol and the alcohol, and then the other nostril is actually going to pick up the profile of the whiskey itself. Just want to call out, we did talk about it in episode one through four, like you said. Yeah. Just saying. And then if you're overpowered, like when you smell too much cologne and then they have coffee beans sitting out, the same sense that you're going to get to neutralize your palate in your nose is to smell your own arm. So that's why I'm smelling my arm. Also, when you sniff to get the nose, you want to keep your mouth open so it travels through your nasal cavity. Mm-hmm. So you you have the difference here between the sour mash 
and the actual hops that they were added to yeah. it. Yeah. So there is a difference there. The sour mash is definitely more corn or uh, caramel. You're right. Yes. And then for the initial taste, I'm picking up corn. Like it's off All the right, back so corn. Nose. What are you getting for the nose? What rating? We didn't talk about it. A plus plus or A plus? A plus. Yeah, A plus. Okay. Initial taste. I'm getting corn. I'm getting hay. Yes. 100%. As soon as I tasted this, I'm like, this is this is hay for me. So like a corn, like literally, it's like literally, I don't know why I said it like that, but literally, <laughs> if you were to go through a corn maze and gnaw on a raw piece of corn with hay, this is exactly what it tastes no, like. No, no, no. You're chewing on corn in a hay barn. Oh, okay. That's, that's where I'm at. There you go. So A++. You an A plus plus, or A plus? I could go A plus, A plus, or A plus plus. Either or. A plus check mark. A plus check mark. A plus check mark. Nick was over here to help install this table, and he looks at the rating and he goes, "So, like, what's the difference between an A plus and an A plus check mark?" Like, dude, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. The difference is within the <laughs> the difference is within the logo. All right, it's yeah, all a hidden. It's all it's hidden. all a hidden measure. Yep. Watch the defensive code. You might get a hint. All right. This is Inception, bro. Ending notes. I'm picking up peat, smoke, and pepper. That's what I was writing down earlier. Because I I waited a long time before I took another sip, so I got all the ending notes. That's what I'm getting. I'm getting like a peat, um, like a moss a little bit, smoke, and then pepper. I'm picking up like a little Lewis and a little Clark. That's what I'm talking about. Also, it's Captain Lewis and Captain Clark. Little teaser for the conversation we're about to have. Jesus. Do your research, dude. I'm telling you. Oh the Louisiana God. Purchase was one of the craziest things. I'm going to be things. absent for this episode. Oh, my God. Stop. You want to listen You want to listen to me ramble about the greatest country to ever exist? Tune in next week. I'm telling you, man. Those dudes were alpha, bro. I got to focus on this ending note. Stop making me laugh. <laughs> Well, stop drinking if you want the ending note. You just... I gotta let it settle, bro. I gotta let it settle. There's the ending note, and then there's a the finishing final. Don't know what any of that means. I'm honestly getting... So, <clears throat> during the interview with Justin Hartman, we talked about... And I promise this is going to lead to the ending note. But during the interview with Justin Hartman, we talked about wood sugars. And how charring of the wood of the barrel brings out like the caramelized wood sugar taste to it and smell. Okay. That is what I've been trying to say for a lot of these whiskeys that I couldn't necessarily pin on a caramel and a sugar because this is a very prominent taste to it. And if you taste regular bourbon where the, the char on the barrel isn't super high. So looking at like a char two or a char three. Jesus. Looking at like a char two or a char three, you're not going to have such a sweet caramelized sugar taste to it. This is what I'm tasting on the back end. I feel like if I were to guess, this is in a char at least three or a four barrel because it is, I'm getting that like sweetness, like a, like a burnt sugar cube on the end. Yeah. So I'll just say burnt sugar cube. That's what we're going to put on the freaking board because we're professionals now in season two. Yeah, like, it, it hits you with that hay in the corn in the beginning. Like, seriously, I, I'm not kidding. We were being honest when we are talking about gnawing on a raw piece of corn in a hay barrel. In a hay, like, on a hay barrel. That's literally what it tastes like. Yeah. 
So, but the ending goes down so sweet like a caramelized sugar cube. That's seriously what I'm tasting. Yeah, and then caramel. This is very good. So, truth be told, you and I were skeptical on this one at first. At first? At first. But I think a lot of it was because we were so we were so new yeah. to different profiles. Mm-hmm. And then to get hit with this, we're like, what is going on? Like, it's, it was an overload. At first, if you're not a whiskey person... This is going to taste bad to you. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to put it right out there. Yeah. If we were rating this as one of our first, this probably would get a B. But to a scotch drinker, but this is a, smooth. Correct. To a scotch drinker and to somebody that's more experienced, this is very, very good. Yeah, there's just levels to it in regards to tasting notes. So, for an ending note, I'm an A++. Uh, I'll do that. A++. With like a caramelized sugar cube. Is that what you're putting on at the end? Yeah little peat yeah or a little smoke i mean yeah well both for me all right final rating ready three two one 93 okay there you go i have to do math 91.5 what 91.5 whatever dude (laughs) there's only three percentage difference Yo, I'm going to throw you through a loop next time. You know, in I, this Lewis and Clark episode, I'm going to research what year this was in. The what 18, year was it? It was 1800s. It was the Louisiana Purchase. I know, but what exact year? I'm not a history major. 18, it was mid to late 1800s. Hold on. What are we doing next week? What type of, what whiskey or what are we doing? We're talking about Lewis and Clark. Jesus. Oh, we're doing Elma. Elma Wine and Liquor. Doing. I don't know what we're doing. It was 1804 to 1806. Dude, you're damn right. I'm going to do it 80.4 or 80.6. Oh my God. Am I stoked for this episode? I got to do my research. I thought it was mid-1800s, but it's not. It was way I'm earlier. Literally. Do you know who bought who bought the Louisiana Purchase? Do you remember? What president? 1800s? Dude, I'm going to sound like an idiot, so I'm not even going to answer. It was Thomas Jefferson. Who did God he... damn it, that's what I was going to say. Who did he buy Son it from? Of a bitch. Who France? Did... Oh, yeah, look at you. He bought it was from it? Napoleon. How much did he buy it for? And I'll give you two on either side of the actual real number. I'll give you a leeway of two. How much did the, the Louisiana Purchase cost? A cow and a half of a pig. Stop. <laughs> this isn't the friggin' Homestead Act. <laughs> I don't even know if that's even accurate. How much? Ten million. Close. Fifteen. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Fifteen million dollars in the early 1800s. Dude, I wasn't far off. There's a lot to talk I'm about. I'm actually relatively impressed. There's a lot of people. Yeah, me too. There's a lot of people that know Lewis and Clark that think that they're two just two dudes alone mapping out. They traveled with uh, Sacagawea, right? Bro, there's so much to that. Right? Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. See, I wasn't far off. One of them had a kid with her. Tie back to this. Two kids, uh, bro. Tie back to this gajack with a highway. There's right? so much going on with Lewis and Clark. If you don't know Lewis and Clark, do a little bit of read up before this next week's episode. There's a lot coming. Knowledge, as Ty Lopez says. There's, knowledge, hashtag not a sponsor. Yeah. No free shout outs. No free shout outs. But yeah, it's uh, there's a lot coming up, dude. I think that we should talk history at some point just because there's a lot of... United States of America history that people don't know. Dude, where do we even start? This is literally going to be... What do you mean? We're we're just over 200 years old. It's not that much history to cover. Okay, so in (laughs) Buffalo Happy Hour episode 9,475, we're going to finish this talk. 
Jesus, what do you mean where and did then start? President Trump yeah. got elected? The USMA didn't start until 2016. <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone knows that we start in 1776. I'm going to take my limo around the Daytona 500 lap. Why do we start in 1776? Because that's when we first started, bro. No, because everything before that was just a lie. It's just a lie. <laughs> Just a lie. It didn't even right. make sense before that. See you next week. We appreciate you. Everything on our Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> everything. Go follow us. We're at the Buffalo Happy Hour. Buffalo Happy Hour at 12 on Instagram. Again, make sure you leave us a review on it, on iTunes and also our Facebook page. You can do reviews on Facebook page. Yep. Five stars is always appreciated, but if you have some constructive criticisms, please feel free to whatever you to leave whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're going to read it and get demoralized, so be yeah. somewhat gentle about it, but yeah. much love. You and I are really really sensitive when it comes to that stuff but make sure you do leave it's just it's all yeah basically it's all to make us look more legitimate because honestly that's what we want to do with this is just be more legitimate and Mm -hmm. make it seem like we actually know what we're talking about that's what i'm saying Um, so other than two kids trying to figure out how to use a mic exactly so make sure you follow us make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel leave a like and a comment on what you liked about this interview and also leave in a like and a comment on what you think we should talk about next week in the Lewis and Clark episode. Because Let's it's going to be crazy. All right. All right. Much love, y'all. We're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.